forever. Dog. What do you guys miss? What do you guys miss most right now? Having to social distance so hard. What do you guys like? What? What? Like when this all ends? Like what's? What? What do you want to do? You know what I mean? Is it weird that I don't miss being around people? I just miss uh, having the freedom to do whatever I want. Like I miss like going to the gym, but I don't talk to people at the gym. You know what I'm saying? I miss going to the bar, but I don't need to talk to people at the bar. That's, like, I don't like people. You know what I mean? So I'm good. My thing is is people, and I, that is surprising to me. It's surprising to me that I miss seeing people because that was like my jam was always like, all right. I mean, I'll see people when I see them, but it was never like it was never like a big part people wouldn't say that that was a part of my identity you know and it really didn't feel that way but now i'm like damn i just want to hang out with people yes yeah. i miss playing basketball i miss i miss going to going out dancing yeah. i miss going to the to the movies oh yeah i do miss the movies the movies you know I mean? awesome man i miss i miss like like right now all the productions are shut down and i feel like before rona there was so much potential, at least for me, of like, oh man, you're gonna make some money this year. But now with the Rona, I'm like, what happened, well, that's what happened to my, my money? I mean, that, what? I'm Where's saying, this money going? Cause I'm saying, cause without the Rona, like all the projects got postponed. So it's like, <clears throat> I, you know. You don't, you, don't have, you don't have no money. Yeah, it's like I'm out here broke, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you don't I'm, have. I'm about, to, I'm about to start hustling, you know what I'm saying? Looting, that's what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna loot. That's so crazy. I so okay, I see what you're doing. We tried to help, but you don't want our help. So no, I mean, you, what are you talking to, about? You're trying, to alley, you're trying to alley oop me, but like, but we're a team. Did I ask for an alley oop? You know what I mean? Like, I'm Carmelo Anthony. Okay, <laughs> you're just gonna take. You understand shot, what whatever? I'm saying? I'm mellow. I don't need no help. Okay. You gonna no, take the shot? I, I carry this team on my back. <laughs> okay, we don't. I don't know what any of those references I mean. I don't ball, man. J- don't you? All I don't, need reference, to know, all I don't I need to know is when. Carmelo Anthony is on a team, baby. Okay, he takes all the shots, and he makes the most money. <laughs> wow! Wow! Okay! Wow! Okay! 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 He well, James. Okay. Basically, what he was trying to say to you was is that he is a Tyrannosaurus Rex, and we're just Velociraptors. Uh, he got it wrong. Oh, the velociraptors. That I, <laughs> if that's the what he was trying to say, then he got it wrong. On it. Yeah, listen, velociraptors listen. make more money. <laughs> uh, uh, start the show. <laughs> Jonathan Raylock, James the Third, Drop Billy Welcome to Black Men Can't Jump In Hollywood. In, in quarantine city. Moke money, moke money, moke money. Frank Futter, Frank, Frank Futter, man. I'm Frank Futter. What? Uncle Frank, Uncle Frank Futter. Oh, right. You know that character he plays? Yeah. Remember that character? Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, guys, you'll be happy to know. Mo Money, a 1992 movie starring Damon Wayans. Marlon Wayans is also in it. So is Stacey Dash. 
Oh my God, Stacy uh, Dash. <laughs> Stacy Dash, yes. Oh. Um, and uh, sorry, as well as wait, what's her name? Ooh. Oh, oh, oh! The other actress, she was so good in this. Yeah, she's been in a bunch of movies too. Almayvon, Almayvon. Yeah. Yes. Almayvon. Yeah. Damn, dude. That's this is another name that people are gonna be mad exactly. at us for not knowing how to pronounce. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I wasn't gonna say it. Uh oh, Almayvon. <laughs> I'm sorry for getting your name wrong. In Living Color. Yeah. She was a um, big part of my childhood. Really? What she else was she right? She was. She was in bad stuff. She was I looked up on IMDb last night. I didn't see that much. She was in Living TV. Color. She was in, she was in Mo Money. She was on Martin. She was on Where Jimmy I Fox Live show. Is, her, is the biggest one, but I don't know if I ever watched that show. Yeah, no, I ain't watched that. Actually, I might have. Anyway. Um, so what was I going to say about Mo? Yeah, Dougie Doug, Flex Anderson. Yeah, I watched this show. What was the show? Um, In the House? Uh, it's called, no, it's called Where I Live. Oh, man, In the House. In the So this house. movie's budget was $15 million. It made $40 million. That's pretty good. Not bad. Nineteen ninety-two. Um, Rotten Tomatoes. 16%. That's what people didn't understand. First, I'm not going to lie to you. Wait, no, we're not doing it yet. Never mind. I'll wait. Oh, <laughs> um, wait. The audience score is what? Oh, what's the audience score? Uh, the audience score is, hold on, 51%. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's more than the other shit. It is more. Than, yes, that's true. It's still pre- pretty low. <laughs> uh, okay. What else do we need to say about Mo Money? It's about, well, that's the oh. thing. I think this is a little bit of the problem. I don't, doesn't yep. have necessarily yep. the most concise plot. Um, well, I you guess know. you could say it's about a, a criminal, a, a petty criminal um, uh, who gets a legit, legitimate job, but then winds up having to do criminal activities with inside of this legitimate yeah. job. Credit card fraud. Credit card uh, and he gets caught up in that while also pursuing a love interest, Stacey Dash. Yes. Um, yeah. Because so who that. wouldn't? Who would not? Yeah. Oh, man, Stacey Dash. Well, um, I would not in 2020 because. Mm. I'm saying nine, 90s era Stacey Dash. Who <laughs> happened between 1992 and like 2014? Like, what, what's going on, Stacey? Right, man, that's a, there's a Money. lot of life that can happen. A lot I of know, that happened in that time. But you just on Fox. You were on Fox News, man. I don't even know if I can say her name no more. <clears throat> I what's can't. Stacy Dash. What's her name in Clueless? <laughs> I mean, I'm a most of that. the characters she played would have been Republicans. You know what I mean? Yes. Kinda. Yeah, you're right. She knew what was up. <laughs> um. So anyway, in this movie, uh, what else do? We, shall we do initial thoughts? Let's do initial yeah. thoughts. I'll go Good first. Thoughts. I'll go first. I saw this movie as a kid, you know. Movie has, a, you know, a very special place in my heart, you know. I thought it was hilarious in 1992, you know. <laughs> I laughed real hard at like all of it. Mm-hmm. I thought it was dope. I loved the Wayans brothers, especially in the 90s. But like that, 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 that sort of carried for a while too, you know. 
Stacey Dash, mm-hmm. as I've been saying, you know, not to, I know I've been talking about how beautiful she is and stuff, but especially in 1992, as a little boy, that was what I was, you know, that was sort of what was happening for me with her. Um, I, <laughs> okay. remem- uh, I remember the character, the, the character that Mark Beltzman plays, being, I remember it being really sad what happened to him as a kid. Okay, so those are all of my, those are all my true initial, initial thoughts as a kid. Okay. You watching go, it oh, as sorry. an adult, watching it as an adult, <laughs> I really, I can still, I can appreciate um, Damon and Marlon uh, for having the ability that they have, you know, as, as performers. Um, and, uh, generally think that like in terms of like what happens in the movie it's like yeah i I follow this um but i the offensive character after offensive character that was what took me out the most i think like beyond that i'm not going to say too much bad about the movie but (laughs) there's there's like a string of like 30 minutes (laughs) where just every single person that he plays is like you're like well that's horrible oh that's even worse and then like (laughs) it's just and it's like there's nothing you can do it just is there preserved on screen forever and it and i then you know of course start questioning you know like what the what was i laughing at in the 90s and for Mm. and probably for a a better half of the early aughts right like i mean like this a lot of this stuff didn't go away and i guess it's sort of still in especially Marlon's work now, you know, some um, Damon's too. Um, is it? Is it? I mean, he, he, they both refuse to change. It's just like, and I and they really think that it's just cool. Like <laughs> they're really just cool yeah. with this. And it's hard. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard. I'm, I, you know, I'm not gonna. <clears throat> I'm not gonna presume to know like uh, to say like this is just what comedy should be. Comedy should be x y z and that's you know i'm not gonna say that and i was telling you guys uh via text that like my mom is coming at me for stuff that i'm saying you know just because she feels she feels like there's like just certain things that you shouldn't talk about or can't talk about so like i i i know that that's a real thing but it's just like (laughs) i don't know i don't know and i and i thought this stuff was so funny when i was a kid well, yeah. okay. Let me. I want to go next because I just. I'll, I'll defend. I'll defend a little bit of that for this movie. For this movie, yeah. <laughs> which oh, is, safe. which is, I do think, in the context of this movie, their characters work because what they're doing generally is wrong. Scamming white mm-hmm. people, right? They're. Mm-hmm. But think about it this way. This. This is the context that I think about it. So. They play a lot, both Marlon and David play these like kind of very stereotypical, like offensive characters that can be played for comedy. But in the context of the movie, they're doing it to trick white people out of money, right? So the beginning, they're playing crackheads, you know, Mm -hmm. or then he'll play like uh, some like foreign African foreigner, or they're both gay men. They're all doing, they're making, they're doing these very stereotypical characters. But the thing is, the white people are looking at them, believe them. Why? Yeah. Because this is their mindset. Right. They're like, we're portraying what you think we are, which yeah. are dumb, blah, blah, blah. And then we're going to use your racist stereotype on me to trick you 
into getting money from you, right? So I'm not saying it's right, but there is a, there's a justification there that yeah. feels much better than when they do that kind of stuff when it's just literally four laps, right? Yeah. Yeah, you know, so there's like a context to it where, where the characters that they played actually didn't bother me as much because it was like similarly in the line of like a Beverly Hills cop where he's like putting on an act to get something right mm -hmm. now they're criminals, so it's a little different. But I was still it. The thing about this movie, this mind, this with us thing about this movie that I didn't like is one, there was no the drive through for this movie is I guess his romantic interest with Stacey Dash. Yeah, and so. And because of that, it's like one, it's very, it's just, you know, it's just, a, it's just like, and that's what it is. I, I get it. It was, I mean, people will probably say like it was a different time or whatever, but it's like all the things he does that are, most of the things that he does that are romantic are kind of borderline creepy and like put like very pushy. Um, and uh, it's one of those things where it just doesn't like, especially post Me Too era, just feels like 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 the when he was like, "How do you know where I live?" and he's like, "I followed you." I'm like, "Bro, that's creepy as hell." Yeah, like, that's you can't, yes. yes. can't do that, cause you stalked her. <laughs> like that's not you know. And so all of that stuff was, and then the other thing that was weird about it was like his whole reason for like getting money is so that he can give her nice things. But and she's like, and there was a part in the movie where she's like, "I don't need that." But I feel like it was never actually resolved. He never really took it in. The fact that he had this mindset that he could just buy her, which is what the other boyfriend was also thinking. So I'm like, you're not any better. Like you just feel like you're better because you you were less off than this other dude was at the start of the movie. But like, if you have the same mentality and the same mindset, that's not better, you know? And I think a lot of, there's like, there's a lot of that in that like whole friend zone kind of thing where people are like, oh, I was friend zoned. And I, and like, I, I do think you can get friend zoned by somebody. And there's like elements of that, that, that can be like manipulative. But a lot of the people who complain about the friend zone all the time, what they don't actually realize or what they, uh, what I feel like they're not admitting is like, you're actually just like this other dude, like personality wise but because they have more money than you or better looking than you, you think you're a victim. But it was like, if you have the same mentality as that person, you the same, bro. Like, so that was my thing, like a Damon's character. And then, then there was a whole like, mur like there was a whole like murder kind of cop element to it that never really fully fit into the movie. It felt like a separate movie at the same time. Uh, but I did at least appreciate that. The thing I appreciate about this movie and maybe I would have definitely appreciated way more at the time if I had seen it in like 92, is that you have two black people, like brothers, and there's like a brotherly love there uh, that is nice to see on screen. And there's also just black leads, like, you know, like doing the right thing, even if they weren't always actually doing the right thing. So I don't know, there was, there was something nice about that. It just like the, the script was way undercooked, way, way undercooked. And it's uh, hard to watch it, that kind of movie now. But anyway, that's my... Small defense. <laughs> anyway, I'll let Gerard go because I, I just want to say that first. Uh, look, man, this movie's a classic. Um, people talk about it. I don't like it. Uh, there's a lot I didn't like about this movie. <laughs> uh, I think the first thing I didn't like was I thought it was going to be more of a rom-com. I was like, oh, you know, he's in love with a woman who's out of his league. It's going to be funny. But no, he was trying to be an action hero, which 
cool. Uh, this just didn't feel like the right movie. Also, Damon wrote the script himself. And you know what? There is something to writing to your skill set. Like, the movie opens, first time we see him, he's doing Anton, which is one of my favorite characters from SNL. You know what I mean? Uh, and kind of like what you both have said, like, a lot of the characters in there are... It's hard watching it in the context of a 2020 mind, but also, you know what? Damon still talk about this stuff, man. So it's like Damon and Marlon both still double down, and it's kind of like, I don't know, we all work in comedy. I think we can make comedy without being offensive. And sometimes we do offend people, and then you think about it, you acknowledge it, and then you move on. I don't know, man. This movie was just bad. Like, honestly, I didn't laugh that much. Um, Stacy Dash is not the same person to me. So me watching her on screen, I was like, I don't want to see you. Like, I just don't. Like, I can't let it go. Like, I can't separate the person from the part. Because I'm like, I know what you represent in real life. And I don't bang with this. <laughs> um, uh, and then even the stuff that Marlon was doing, I was like, yeah, this is his first movie. But I think in 92 is a year he was on In Living Color, that final season when he became a cast member. And so, like, you know, Marlon is dope as hell. Like, when you watch me Reckon for a Dream and stuff, it's just this movie is, what was it? Like, like the ending was so long and violent for no reason. It's like, what? Like, the <laughs> ending was 20-something minutes of violence that, honestly, I'm not sure the movie built to. Also, you think about the jokes in between. It's like, where, did we get a bunch of jokes? Um, I'm, again, like, I think John said it best. Like, I think the good thing about this movie is that Marlon and Damon got to make a movie, you know? He got to make a movie with his brother, which is dope as hell. Like, Stacey Dash hadn't done uh, Clueless yet. Like, this was three years before Clueless. So it's like, this probably helped her get the role of Dion. Um, and also, this came at the height of In Living Color. I think this is the same year In, Co- in Living Color did, uh, which no one talks about, uh, their live uh, HBO halftime show. Um, which apparently people were like, that set the stage for like kind of what the um, halftime shows became afterwards because Fox did this whole thing. Um, even though I think people did it before. Anyway, uh, I don't know, man. I think the movie's offensive. I think it's like mad sexist. And again, it was 1992, but I'm like, does that make it? I, I'm like, we ain't reviewing it in 92. We're reviewing it now. So it's like, mm-hmm. what am I, I don't know what to do. Uh, I, do I try to be like, oh yeah, back in the day, it's cool to play an offensive gay character. Yeah, it's cool to like stalk a woman. Cool. It's cool for both of her love interests. One to be like, how, like he's too poor for you. And the other one to get, uh, to start basically robbing to be able to afford to be with you. And we don't know nothing about her at all. I mean, I like that she was on the team to help out at the end, but like, I don't know nothing about her. And again, this happens a lot with black male-led movies, man. Kind of when a black dude writes it. Again, like, I know I've talked about this before, but, like, we're in the same thing again. Another movie written by a black dude. What's, what do we know about Stacey Dash? Is she an assistant? Is she, like... Uh, like no, what? she runs the depart- that department. <clears throat> so, she, so she's the person in charge of the mailroom? No, the department that she works in. What department was that? I don't remember. Uh, she, he, they, but they, they do talk about yeah. what she does. Yeah, I mean, it was it was slightly unclear what anybody really did in this in this thing, but she did except say that she ran the apartment. Yeah, yeah, except mailroom had to like look at the uh, like credit cards or whatever. I, but, at, I don't yeah. Know. but yeah, I mean, I will say this: 
yeah this was so this was actually the, like the height it was like the height of in living color yeah i think it went on a couple of years after and like this was like damon waynes had just done uh the last boy scout with um bruce willis uh, with bruce willis so like he was shaping up to be oh maybe he'll become an action star right yeah. The problem with this movie is like, I think kind of what you were saying, Jura, it's like, it's not a rom-com, but it's not really an action movie either, right? Like it has like an action thing at the end, which feels a little out of place. The be- also, the beginning of the movie starts with a murder. So it feels like it's like a mystery, but it's not. So, um, or it takes so long for the yeah. two to intertwine, you know? Uh, so yeah, the be- uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll go, let's go through it though. Like the beginning of this movie is literally starts with like a man, like, driving and then like getting killed like a like he gets his neck a under snap. under a so bridge aggressive. you know they like he gets like cut off and then like a truck like slams into his car and then they go in he's still alive and so they snap his neck and they steal some like big machine or i don't know like video record or whatever it was it was information data mm-hmm. i guess mm-hmm. um and uh and then we see, I think we see even the cop. Oh, no, 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 that's not true. Uh, then, uh, then we see Damon Wayans, right? And uh, we, well, we see uh, Marlon Wayne, sorry. Yeah. W- going with this guy and saying like, yeah, the TV's up here. You got to come up with me, blah, blah, blah. And they go up and then you see Damon Wayans. He's like literally like cooking what looks like crack. And, and, he, and the guy's like, oh, don't do that. Just give me the TV. And they're doing this whole thing. They give him the box and he starts freaking, he starts like dying and they're like, oh, you know, get out of here, get out of here. Yeah. So the guy like runs and he's like kind of like looking down and then he falls, the box falls everywhere. He looks inside, he realizes he got, he got scammed. Yeah. Two boxes of mitt, baby. Yeah, yeah. So, and you're like, okay, so they're then like, we get the catchphrase, boat money, boat money, they're counting the money. We know it was, a, they, you know, they, 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 they was in on it together. Because they always played the song that had the same sound cue. Mo money, yeah. mo money, mo. Yeah. Right. Okay, cool. And then... Uh, <laughs> were you guys so on board like yet? A... Like, were you yes, guys... Yes, are like... you kidding? I love this. It's my favorite okay. movie. <laughs> um, At this point, it's my favorite. Okay, Your okay. favorite movie? Okay, yeah. Blaylock, were you on board? Were you on board at this point? Was I on board? No, because I didn't know who they were. I didn't know why they were stealing. I mean, like... But I was not like, thinking about it from the standpoint. Think about it. Like, just go for a second. Just go back to 1992. Just for right, a second. Just okay. go back to 1992. Okay. And let me color. You're like, oh, shit. Oh! Yeah. You, you yeah, know what yeah. I'm saying? And then you're like, my, my boy's in a movie? <laughs> you know? And then you go to it. Okay. And it's like, then you see that the movie, true. like... And like, I mean, okay, okay. Yeah, you. so now you're on board. Now everybody's I'm on board. I would have been, I would have been on board. I think I would have been on board in 92. Okay. And yeah. I will say, the act, they're like, they're doing a little action scene. It would have been fun. Like, look at that, Damon Wayne's Like, he's jumping over stuff and throwing people and gets on a car, jumps over cars and, you know, hangs on the truck. Yeah. You know, you're like, oh, he's smart. He's, he's elusive. And he looked and good, he, man. My man was cool looking. He had the cool little hat. Yeah. I was like, that you 90s, cool. bro. He did like, look yeah, cool. He looked he looked cool. good, man. And then he, uh, but then like he he hops the subway, you know, gets in. Everybody claps, uh, and then he turns around and the cops just there, and you're just like, ah, you know. So, okay. Um, you know, now we're in jail. You know, now we're in uh, now we're in jail. The jail scene was the jail scene was funny, I guess. It was weird. It was like so. 
it was so like Hollywood, like movie, like a movie jail. Yeah. Um, where like everybody in the jail is jacked. Let me put my head. Yeah. Like, there are all these like meatheads in the jail. They're all like, you know, doing all this. Yeah. Uh, and this dude with a freaking metal eye patch is there, like just staring him down for no reason. My man is in that joint, sweaty. I was like, man, why is this brother so shiny like this? And he gets up <laughs> and he does the one thing that you know they're going to do in a 90s film. Like, there has to be some type of like, you know, in your window type situation. My man gets behind him, does the lick of the lips. We zoom in on he it. also grabs him, right? <clears throat> I mean, we ain't get there yet. He, he behind oh, okay. him right now. We see he, the lick of the I, lips first. We I see like the lick of the lips. I like this other actor who's talking to him about like, like, oh my, like this person's crazy. Even though he's talking about how he killed like he almost killed his, his sister yeah he almost killed his sister and his mom is like putting him in jail and i was like oh i was that i thought that actor was really good because he really played it like can you believe this is happening to me and you're like you're insane like, you're, you're like yeah man like yeah man I, and then when you see that guy later on he's like can i have a pimp can i have a pimp lawyer look man she can work yeah. it off for you in a little bit <laughs> yeah 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 that was so funny oh yeah but then you know of course the big dude gotta gotta test him ask him for some cigarettes punches him, he kicks dudes in the nuts, and then punches him in the face, and then runs out. This is my thing. How he know to run out at that point? You know what? They called, his, they called his name already. So, uh, so they, they called his name, and then, you know, and then he kicked him. And then it just so happened that that was at the exact moment that he was there, but they had called his little name. Little movie magic. Little movie okay. magic. Right. Um, yeah, whatever. Okay, so we get the fact that he's tough. You know, he yeah. can take out this big dude. He's smart. Uh, we get the lawyer scene. Uh, Which is so, dude, when Marlon goes, I got you a good lawyer for the money. And then my man shows up as like a Southern pimp pastor lawyer, dude. <laughs> the, oh, my goodness. The judge is like, are you serious? Are you serious? <laughs> yes. Uh, like, it was the that best. Was, that was funny. It I, was the best. It was pretty insane. See? And I'm no. saying in 1992, you're like, oh, snap! A little color coming with the jokes, you know? You're yes, like, it was very sketchy. Yeah, yeah. Um, <sighs> and, uh, and then we get, like, the heart work, the, like, the heartfelt scene with the cop. And he's like, you know, your dad was a great man. He was my partner. Yeah, but my dad is dead, you know. He's dead because he saved you. You know, uh, I'm not going to be was, a cop. Yeah. This was the story element that I was like, this is a part of this movie? Like, yes, I, I like, didn't do remember we, this we, at all. And I, and it never goes anywhere. Did we right? ever like, come I mean, back it to never, this cut in any way? We, not I think, really. I think the only way we the do, end, I guess. yeah, it, come, it comes out in the end and sort of like, you know, we know he has this relationship with this cop. But to what it like what's the no it, it doesn't here's the thing i thought what this could have or should have really set up and it was kind of hinting that it was going to but it didn't fully was like motivating damon waynes to do something else with his life so i guess you could say maybe that's why he took the job but well, no he, also he took the job and he took the job because of stacy dash Stacey so like dash. it's kind of hard it was like i was like oh he's gonna like oh he's gonna be motivated to be like I do have to do something else with my life. I don't want to just keep like doing these small time hustles, you know? Yeah. Um, or, or like somehow get him into the cop thing. I actually have no idea what this movie was about. So I didn't know where it was going. I didn't know if he was going to become a cop or what was going to happen. Uh, so 
but instead it kind of was like it was just it's just established their relationship also that guy we had another scene with him we have like a couple of scenes with him that are completely divorced from what's happening in this movie where he's like he figures out like he's like oh he's like looking at the thing and he's like yeah he's like he was killed this this was a murder he was killed before the accident and and then he was like look at this like somebody opened this briefcase before we got here that means they were looking for something you know and he kind of is like putting together the pieces doing a bunch of detective work which is you know interesting mm-hmm. um and so but the way that he meets stacy dash is just she like buys a book from him on the street which just feels pretty random um she doesn't have a kid uh, she said it's a good book though she says it's a good book but it's a children's book mm-hmm. but okay so she's like maybe flirting with him, maybe not. But then he starts flirting on her hardcore, and she's like, "Meh." And then they do the little. She's like, re- she's like "You're fresh. Let me get out here before my book burns up." <laughs> I always feel uncomfortable to say. I know, like, I don't know. Do you guys? Do you guys flirt this heavily? Ever? Have you ever done um, it? Uh, I I haven't. Uh, I'm not a confident clear. person. So to me, it's like, I, I, I ain't going to flirt that much unless I'm a little lit. If I, got, if I got like a couple of tequila shots, I'm good. But no, but this is like, well, I don't know if I would. It is hard because I'm like, you know, sometimes you feel like there's a vibe. But what he does in this scene, like he doesn't let up. And at one point, I personally don't know where the line goes from, you know, being flirty and the person's interested to like stalking a person. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, my man took her to the next thing with Marlon, went into her job, like into the lobby, and then up the floors, which is cool. But I think it's because he's handsome and shit. Like if that dude would have been like a creep, that would be creepy, right? You mean if he wasn't as attractive? Yes, yeah, so he wasn't. I saw, yeah. I saw a friend once, and I'll never forget it. I saw a friend once, um, two friends. I saw one like, you know, stop a woman on the street in New York City. Like he's a little bit, he's a little bit bigger and stuff like that, and you know, and wasn't having it, right? Uh, There's three of us. I saw another friend who was like a model. He's like a tall white guy, dark hair, beard. I saw him stop and chase a woman down the street, like physically chase a woman down the street by Bryant Park, and like it worked out. So it's kind of those things like I don't know where the. But then, and also, is like you know, there could be also a thing of like I don't know if you have to be attractive to be charming, but there was a level of charm that he had too, right? Like that he, he, they, they had that discussion down on the on the street, and she was like, she, she, I don't know, like something about like she was a little charmed by him before he follows her, as well. So like. There was that element of which I don't. I'm not saying that this uh, excuses it. I'm just saying like that was one of the things that she was like. That's sort of what made her accepting of it, though. Was like she was a little charmed by that. Like, right, man, right. Man, somebody um, running up in your job, though. Like I'm he like, went man. to every. <laughs> like that's wow, yo. That's yeah. That was wild. that was strange. Uh, also, he took the money from he like got her to win like a bunch of money from yeah. his brother, <laughs> who needed the money. <laughs> but I also thought it was to me it's like it's a very weird thing. Like the whole conceit of the movie is like, all right, he found out where she worked, and he's like, all right, I'm gonna find a job here. You know what I mean? Like this is where I'm about to work now because you work here, I'm about to work in this job. Right. And so we have this weird scene where he like 
goes into office, like gets an application. There's this woman who's like, I wish you good luck. And I really mean that. I really do. Some people say, and they don't. Also, I'm like, I have an eating disorder because you know, but anyway, like blah, blah, blah. And she's like, look at homeboy. Let's call him homeboy. Yeah, she called him homeboy. Homeboy. (laughs) And then he gets Uh, in the job and the guy, the, the guy interviewing him is like, well, very interesting. Oh, what's going on here? And, <laughs> and then, then at some point, he just starts mocking. <laughs> he legit mocks the dude who's doing the shakes. And I'm like, is this, a, is this a condition that I don't even know if I can laugh at? It's so weird watching things now where it's like, is this cool? I don't know yeah. where the rules are anymore. I mean, he <laughs> was just straight mocking my, my man's condition. Like, it was, it is a condition. Like, he couldn't control <laughs> that. It's not like that guy could control the shakes that he had. He had no. a trip. He shook. He could not control it. Um, it was all it was all weird uh, and strange, but uh, I was like, okay. I, it's just so funny because there are these little sketches in this movie that's like not a full comedy, like by any stretch. Like it's not a comedic premise, so this movie's not a comedy. Uh, but uh, anyway, it was interesting. And then, um, but then he gets the tr- oh well, no. Then he has to get. They say like this is your number, and I guess he gave like the phone number of a uh, of a phone of a telephone booth. They're all leaving, by the way. You saw that, right? The last telephone booths are being ripped oh, no. up in New York. Yeah, they're done. Anyway, they're taking the phone booths out. They're taking down. They're taking them down. Yeah, uh, the old the old school phone booths. That's probably um, true because people just pee in front of them now. Yeah. Every time I walk past one, as a homeless person, just like peeing. Like it'd be, it'd be two o'clock in the afternoon. It just be like. Dick out, peeing at the damn thing. I was like, really? Really, Brad? That's how you going to do it on a Wednesday? They ain't got, a, they ain't got no bathroom. <laughs> on a uh, Wednesday. <laughs> but, uh, oh, man. But then we get this little, like, hustle with um, uh, the taxi driver where he's like, <laughs> he's like, can you take yeah. me to what was the point uh, of that doing scene? the clicks? They were trying to They're, they were trying to steal money from the from the cab driver. From the cab driver. And so like he distracts him by playing this weird character um who has a click and an accent that I that you cannot place <laughs> and, <laughs> and then speaks in full on gibberish at one point. And I and uh, uh, Yeah. <laughs> All right. Hey, uh, listen, I know people the out there ring. love this movie. I know people love this movie. I'm just saying, like, yeah. the hard part about watching movies like this now is that we have evolved a little bit and what we think about as far as society and, and like, representation, and how we, we treat women. We also like, have to keep in mind, and I think I gave Beverly Hills Cop a palm for this reason, is, like, there are, there are tropes that Beverly Hills Cop uh, established that like people didn't understand that like that was what made Beverly Hills Cop great but like it you cannot recreate this in a way that's gonna make you look good like mm-hmm. and this like playing characters thing that they do in this is feels very reminiscent of that very much like yes cool. absolutely I'm gonna come in here I'm gonna do this it's gonna be so fun the audience is gonna love it and and in 1992 we very much did but then now when you look to a degree. At it, to a degree, yeah, to a degree. Obviously, it has a fifty-one percent audience score, but when, but when I don't know, it's like when you look back on it now, it's just like I don't know. There's only a couple characters you can pull out and be like, 
I don't think there's a problem with this one. I mean, but then maybe not, right? Like, <laughs> like here's the thing: the problem with it, the, the the to me, the big difference between Beverly Hills Cop and this is in Beverly Hills Cop. There's a driving through line, right? He's a cop trying to find out who killed his friend. Mm-hmm. And in, so the stakes are already there from the beginning, from the get-go, you understand. With this movie, all the characters that he's, he's playing, it's all for small little hustles. And, the, and it's not, there's no end goal. Yeah, you know, it's there's just no, the, it's it's just just like, the money. Is, just need this money like, right now. We need a little money right now. This is how they live, right? You know, and I, it's not like I don't believe that they need the money, but it's like, it's not like we're given like we're about to get kicked out of the house or we're about to you know yeah, and this kind yeah, of thing yeah, is we forever. never get that we never we need get that, that for a movie you know for mm-hmm. a movie you kind of need that even though it's like some things can be assumed and it's like understood that he's a small time hustle crook but in a so for what would make way more sense in like a in the structure of a movie is he then uses the skills that he has there in his new job or he uses those skills to become a detective for his uh you know father's uh partner ex you know partner yeah uh and so that because the the partner comes to him and is like hey you're working at this job now i actually need you i think something's going on i need you to be my man on the inside you know like there's there's interesting things to go go to but they don't really do any of it Mm -hmm. they're just doing fun little scenes that are like little vignettes that don't actually connect in any real way even when to that to that same point like me not remembering that there was this whole cop s- subplot and like he knows the cop thing. Like when we get to this, this is skipping very far ahead, but when the cop is there, you know, and he asks about, he he flat out asks about Damon Wayne's character. And then later Damon Wayne's gets called into the office. We th- like, you would think that what is happening is the, the Keith, uh, it's like, yo, you, you're snitching to this cop or whatever, but it's not that it's like, I hired you from the beginning so that you would steal. Like it's a whole that other, would steal. it's literally tacked. It's tacked onto this thing. It's like, they didn't even put the it two together. It took so long to so get mad. to that. It took so long to get to that too, because when he does finally get this job and like the, you know, he gets this job and he starts working, the guy immediately is like staring at him and looking at him and like, and and there's this whole montage that happens where he keeps like looking at him like through the windows, through like his shades in his office. And I was like, mm-hmm. what? I was so confused by why. I was like, why does he care about this dude? Like, he's just some yeah. random dude. Why does he care about him? And then we find out later. But I was like, you know, really? <laughs> what so sucks about that? What sucks is like the dude <laughs> saw, which is we already know in society is really hard for ex-cons to get work. Um, True. I mean, it's just really hard. And so I think even Marlon at one point says, you think they're going to hire ex-con or whatever at one point? He gets the job and then you realize that the guy set him up, which kind of says, which is hard because I always worry about like what kind of message it puts out. And maybe people aren't thinking about it that deep, but it's like, oh, it's hard to hire ex-con. And when you do hire ex-con, they're probably going to do something illegal if you just give them the opportunity. Yeah, and he right. does. He literally goes, I, I just put the cards in front of you. That's what he says to me. I put it in front of you and you just yeah. did it on your own. Yeah. And the, you know, they, the, the movie actually, I know you're saying you don't want to look into it that deep, but like the, it's, it sort of connects back to all these other issues that we're sort of having throughout because like they, they actually could have 
gone into that deeper, you know, like that could have been explored more. They had time, like <laughs> they had time, they have, they, they have the opportunity to talk about that. And even if that is what happens to him, there's a, there's a way to get through that that doesn't make it seem like you can never hire an ex you yeah. know? Like, yes, yes, we also, Yeah, that's a great point. The other thing, the other problem with all of this is that we don't get enough, we just don't get enough character from any of them. Like, we really don't get it from Stacey Dash, but honestly, we barely get it from Damon. Like, I agree. his character, like, I agree. we don't really know exactly what's driving him because there's a part of me that's like, he stole that to get more fancy things, but there was never anything outside of that scene, that lunch scene where the guy, the, the other boyfriend says it, there's never anything that made like, for him to believe why, you know, like we didn't get a prior scene of somebody, you know, making fun of him because he was poor or something. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah, he wasn't struck. We didn't see the, we, we didn't, didn't see the see struggle. Their apartment had stuff in it. And of course, over the movie, they get more stuff, but it wasn't like they were living in a shack. And again, I understand they're supposed to be broke because I, I, I get that. It's just that, for him to do this, his only motivation was Stacy Dash, and it's like, it's like, is it the whole thing? The whole, the whole movie is based on he just wants to get laid. Like that's think about it. Like his brother says that's it, what Marlon it says like, it. Yeah. The whole movie, like yeah. you did this to me because of this. You did this, yeah. and also it's not even like we saw a huge. I mean, we had that Falling really cool love. moment with him and Stet. We saw that that really flirty moment up top of. We never got to know Stacey Dash enough. We get to see like, oh, this is why you like her. You know what I mean? This is we didn't get to know them enough together. No. The beauty yeah. of Hitch is we get to see, sorry, I keep watching these rom-coms, there's only more people of color. Uh, but if you watch like Hitch or Love Jones, or, like Brown Sugar. It's the only one. That's so no, offensive to other rom-coms no, with POCs. So, I mean, and- so no, I mean like big, but like big studio, like big budget studio <laughs> ones. Like we have like Brown yeah. Sugar and stuff, but even in those movies, we see Sonata Lathan at work. You know what I'm saying? We see her do her own thing. Then we see Tay Diggs do his own thing. Then we see how dope right. they are together and how sucky they are when they're apart. So it's like, you're rooting for this. This is like, my man is infatuated with this woman because she is beautiful, but it's like, I don't know. Like, I don't it feels, know. Everything feels superficial. It's like, he wants to get her things. She, he likes her because she's pretty. Like, it all feels a little superficial. We also don't understand why there's such an aversion to him even having a legitimate job and like what, how much that money yeah. is paying him or whatever. Like, you know, he they says, say. He says, it's not my style, which is like, ugh, that's the worst <laughs> reason to not do something. Oh, it's not my style. That's what he says in that, in that scene with the, with the other cop. Like, right. So. And Marlon, Marlon keeps saying, uh, uh, work ain't nothing but work or a job ain't nothing but work or something like yeah. that. Man, a job and, and, ain't nothing but work. Which I, I, I hear that and I'm like, you work so hard for these scams, bro. Like you you work so hard to, yes. do, to steal people's money. Like it, you are working. Like, um, but yeah, and then, so it's just like these weird, it's like little montages. We, so we have this like beast, like, or C story with uh, the dude from freaking uh, Matrix Reloaded and Revolutions. <laughs> Oh, he yeah. always he always plays the third fiddle, bro. Like he's always he's the, always like a military dude. Yeah, Harry Lennox. Yeah, Harry Lennox. He's always like the dude that like the main dude like like has like that's my girl, and he's like, no, she's mine for now. And he's like, nah, nah, bro. Like you know, Jada's not gonna. You know what I mean? Like anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, so like he has like yeah, uh, he has a couple of scenes. That that the one 
when they're in the restaurant and he's like telling the joke and she's laughing and he's like, yeah. And then at some point he's like, it's not that funny. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was great. I like And he that. also says, the thing I didn't like is like, it's that kind of thing we do with like, if a guy is educated, we kind of make him super corny where the joke he tells is low key racist. Um, and he heard of right. a white guy at the office. Uh, um, which was tough. And then, you know, they kind of get into this fight and, you know, he, it's, it's so funny because she's like, I want out of this relationship. He immediately is like, cool. And then once her and Marlon start, I mean, her and Damon start dating, there's a shot later on where like Mar, I mean, Damon and Stacey are coming in the room and then him and his new Asian girlfriend are like right behind him. <laughs> like, this is so weird. Yeah, what? Yeah, we saw her like in one other scene before. And I remember when I did see her, I was like, whoa, that girl's that real one's really attractive and then we see him with it but oh and then of course we do have to talk about the charlotte character because this is probably to me the most offensive yeah part of the movie. and uh, if i remember like, i don't know if she just plays this part here or if like even some of her in living color parts were like this but i the whole time i was watching this especially on this rewatch i was like man like she just got pinned into this this box of like mm-hmm. they're like she's gonna be loud she's gonna be in your face <laughs> and no one's gonna it's Leslie, yeah, Leslie yeah Jones, right yeah no i yeah. mean it's like leslie it jones and, and snl it's the same exact thing it's like oh this like this like taller dark-skinned black woman with a lot of confidence who's hitting on a guy and the whole joke is like the guy's like oh i don't want this yeah you know yeah that's the whole point. I thought, I was like, I thought, and I know I shouldn't have thought this, but when when Marlon later is like, come on, don't say that. She's a beautiful woman. I was like, oh, are they going to do this? <laughs> like, I thought so yeah. too. Are they going to do this? Like, that's bet. Like, you know, as long as they don't make, and, but then I, then I started thinking of all of the horrible jokes they would continue to make if they were a couple, like <laughs> it would just be worse. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's so funny. I thought they were going to, I thought they were going to do a verse where it was like, she, I say Marlon and he, and her actually started to like each other genuinely. Yeah, yeah. And then, too. of course, the very next scene they have is Marlon kicking her out, basically naked. Yeah, yeah. With two dollars, and, and he's like, Slides take two dollars under. He says, take, take the, the train. train, and we're all supposed to go. That's that's hilarious. <laughs> Yo, but he it's just no, sits her out there naked. Man, take the train. It's tough because anytime we watch these movies, man, like we watch these movies. It's like, yeah, I understand that from the 90s, but a lot of black dudes are writing these movies, man. And, and even some of the classes that we love, you see the same thing all the time. You see, like, the darker-skinned woman be the sex-crazed one. I mean, I, again, I love Coming to America, right? If you watch Coming to America, the sister he loves, light-skinned, angelic, beautiful. The one who's, like, sex-crazy, who he really isn't feeling, who's the gold-digger one, who only, like, who, who quote-unquote leaves him, for uh, Arsenio Hall, because that's the actual prince, is a darker-skinned woman. It's like, we've seen this in Boomerang. You know what I'm saying? We see it, like, um, when it's like, uh, uh, oh, my goodness, um, she's the model. Oh, God. I'm a go- I'm, I have my laptop. I'm a Googler. But it's like, she's not Halle Berry. And this other woman's, like, mm-hmm. very unattractive and sex-crazy. And, like, yeah. has sex with him. It's like, we just I mean, you know, doing Ma- the same thing. on Martin. Martin's with... Exactly. He's with Gina and but Pam is a wolf, like a a, a dog. Like he <laughs> every scene he acts with Pam, he calls her an animal. And Pam is so every beautiful. Pa- uh, Patricia, uh, 
the the Tashina Arnold is beautiful right now, and it's like it's, me- just, it's messed up. It's like we keep doing this, man. Like I even I even think about. I mean, no offense, nothing. I don't know why I'm saying no offense to you guys, but I'm thinking about even when I watched the Carmichael show, Gerard's. Girl, oh, well, we made it, so. I, I, I don't yeah, know why you yeah, just said, yeah. that. We're all, we're all, said that. We're all executive producers. <laughs> I feel like if we just have, anyway, it's like I'm watching that show, and of course, you watch it. His girlfriend is mixed. He loves her. And then you look at Rail and Tiffany. Tiffany's ratchet. Tiffany having sex with people in the house, and she's still with Rail. It's like, it, it reminds me of like, I don't know if you guys saw that video. Um, it was an Instagram video of this girl, like a baby, like maybe like two or three years old. And her hair is kind of a mess. And she sees a video of herself and starts crying and calling herself ugly. And like, she's a darker skinned girl. She's a young black girl. And I'm like, man, this is a thing. Like, this is the thing we keep doing. And like, is this girl like her hair, like her mom doing her hair? You know what I'm saying? Like, her mom doing her hair. She just sees herself. And there's mm-hmm. a darker skinned girl and she sees herself. And I'm like, and it happened this month. It was March when that video came out. And it was like, we just, I don't know. It, like, it feels like this is someone's responsibility, and I feel like it's all of ours. And it's just, I don't know, bro. Like, it's hard to watch the yeah. movie for me. It's hard to, it's, yeah, it's hard yeah. to say anything that, pleasant about this movie. That was the toughest part. And yeah, and then, cause, and, then, and then we don't even have a good, really, relationship between him and Stacey Dash either because that relationship is uh, barely on screen. And, it's, and yeah. once he basically like wins her over we barely see her um yep and uh and so then there's like another montage and stuff of like because basically the the dude who or his boss his first boss gets killed because he talked to the cops or it was was basically going to talk to the cops and so he gets like murdered uh and then damon waynes gets caught uh because he stole the credit card the guy has him on camera and basically tells him, I knew you were going to do this from the start. I have a proposition for you. You know, uh, you'll get promoted, blah, blah, blah. And so he kind of accepts that. Like, at first he doesn't want to, um, but then he does because he's threatened. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, you'll go back to jail. So he keeps, so he does it. it starts and he's making bawling. money. Starts bawling. Uh, and we get, like, Stacy being like, where are you getting this money from? Are you selling drugs? And he's like, he was like, no, no, I'm not, I'm not. Uh, and then she's like, well, don't ruin this. So then he tries to get out, goes to the guy. He's like, I want out. The guy's like, uh, well, actually, he was fine with it. He was but fine then, with it. But then Marlon gets caught uh, trying to do another hustle. Oh, yeah. yeah. What did Marlon do again? I forgot. Oh, like, so he, Marlon, was at a, he, he was at a, He was at the mall. So we don't see what he does. We see him like running out of a mall and gets caught in the mall. He gets knocked out. Oh, trying out to use the credit card. He yeah. gets caught trying to use a credit card. Right. Uh, and then he throws that thing. Like, cr- I was like, what, bro, why'd you do that? Bruh. I mean, we also it see saved how- you maybe 1.5 seconds, but adds like so many other levels of charges if you do get caught. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> like just, you did it. Dude. They just knock uh, him out, too. I mean, this interrogation scene is interesting because I do right. feel like after Police watching... Brutality. Yeah, after watching like uh, <laughs> so many movies now, it's like, oh, we just keep showing this stuff, uh, which is real. I mean, I do think people probably were harassed like that. I mean, they put a wire on them. Also, it's so funny because we had never seen Marlon and the bad guy in a scene together. But in this next scene, Marlon's 
wearing a wire at the restaurant with him. And it's like, how do you Yeah, it didn't make, it, I don't know (laughs) what happened. Well, I I actually, I believe it logic wise, because if the cops forced him and he told them about it and they were like, okay, well, if what you're saying is true, then we need to get it on the tape, blah, blah, blah. And and Marlon just agreed to it because he was scared. And then the cops like throw him in this and it's a terrible sting. And obviously because of what you just said, the guy's like, I know you're wearing a wire and he rips off his shirt. I was like, this is the most, that was like a believable part that the guy knew he was wearing a wire because it was like, you've never talked to me before. You just told me that your brother told you everything. Why are you even here asking me to do some other thing? He's like, you're probably trying to catch me. I don't like being sees that he's wearing a wire. Now the part that doesn't make any sense is like he gets kidnapped. He kidnaps this dude. But the dude knew you were wearing a white. Like the cops know that you're with him, so they know that you. Yeah. Kidnapped. So what is the what? Yeah. what's the move? I think he's trying. So I don't to get... understand what the move is here. Yeah, I don't and know. They... I don't... The movie doesn't know, John. The movie. Doesn't yeah, know. and so they try to catch Damon, but Damon's like not there. So then they somehow they know that Damon was going to go back to hit the job. I don't know how, but even this part, I was like, so you guys got cameras everywhere. You just take a bunch of guns and then you just start shooting every like this whole last. I was just like, y'all just shoot up your own office? Like, what's the end game here? Like, how do you think you're going to get out of this? Uh, so whatever, we get a bunch of action. I mean, did you guys, was the action scene thrilling for you? Bro, I was over this movie because I didn't get yeah, what the point in, was. In 92, it was very thrilling. Mm-hmm. Like, like, I would remember, like, I didn't even know now that this, that on rewatch, I was like, oh shit, that's where that was from. But like this... The the just that whole ending sequence, I had images of it replaying in my head for a good part of my childhood, mm-hmm. um, and just couldn't couldn't remember that it was like. <laughs> I mean, now I'm like, I can't believe that that's the ending of Mo Money. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like I can't it's, it's believe like, that I've been remembering that this whole time. Um, but watching it now, it was just like, okay, I guess okay. Yeah, it's yeah. like, what is this movie, man? What are we doing? I mean, the thing is, also this ending felt long. The commitment to this end felt like a bigger commitment to anything we've seen in the movie. Any plotline was this ending. I will say this. Okay. Everything in the office was like, what? it was kind of whatever. Like the office setting was a little boring. Like there were some interesting things, but I was just like, at the end of it, I was just like, uh, it, it didn't feel, it wasn't that great. Now, then they get out of there, right? They go into the parking lot and the parking lot in the parking garage, uh, the cop is there, he, you know, the, that they both know, I think, right. Cause that was his, their father's partner. And he's like, what's going on? What are you doing? And they're like, not really telling him. But then the other dude comes out, shoots, shoots the cop, you know, runs away, gets in the car. Uh, and then the cop looks at Damon and is like, what are you looking at me for? Like go after him or something to that effect, which I was like, huh? Yeah. What? <laughs> Like, what do you mean? Did you call like, him back? What do you here? mean? He's he's not a he's not a cop. What is he gonna do? Like, <laughs> what do you expect him to do? I don't understand this. Um, but anyway, so Damon goes after him and chases him down, and there's a whole like scene where he's like he's like on the sub, he gets oh on the goodness. subway, and then he jumps onto the car, uh, and then he's like doing this, and he's like, "Where's my brother?" The brother had been kicked out, so the brother's safe, and then he's like. Oh right, that's why he chased him because because he like kidnapped his brother again. But then they're like uh, that salt that salt mine thing that they have in New York so, City. 
that's what I was gonna say. The salt, the salt uh, mounds or whatever, that is a really cool setting for an action scene, especially with the black man and like these, like all this salt, white solar. I was like, oh, that's actually kind of cool. Yeah. I like, I like the setting of that. I liked like, like the, all of everything about this scene uh, outside of the context of the movie was cool. But the fa- the problem is, I don't get like there what there wasn't leading up to this really. Um, but so he has this whole fight scene with the guy, and he winds up like hanging him from a chain, which, <laughs> which was, was like insane. which also looked like whoa, like that was a striking image to see yeah. that guy. I mean, it was violent, yeah. man. Like this was a violent was situation. Fine. Also, we had the classic bad guy who could have just shot him a bunch of times and he mm-hmm. didn't. I'm like, all right. Because, and then what happens after? <laughs> Yo, the genre for this on IMDb is action comedy crime romance thriller. <laughs> wow. Wowzers. Action comedy crime romance thriller. That's the problem, man. It was like he was like, I want to do every this is the this is here's the thing though. I will say this. It is kind of, it's a little inspiring that again that they get to that they got to make these movies because when I look at it, it really felt like they just got to do what they wanted to do. You know, yeah. they watched, they grew up watching movies and they were like, I want to be an action hero. I want to get the girl. I want to, you know, be that's what I'm saying. That's, that's what I'm here. saying. In 92, that's what it was like. It was yeah. like, it was really like, fuck yeah, man. Like, like, look at these guys. They're, yeah. they're on this, they're on this sketch show. And then to older people than me, they know like, oh, and then we've also seen Keenan do this. And we see, you know, like, mm-hmm. you, you know, but like, they're just doing whatever they want. And it's on the big screen and everybody's seeing it and they're throwing money everywhere and it looks, um, and it's amazing. <laughs> like, yeah, it's yeah. like, it's amazing. Especially yeah. in 92. Is there a scene after this? I don't remember. Um, the I only other it. scene, <laughs> the only other scene after that happens is him in the hospital. Um, oh yeah. And then Marlon like steals flowers oh, from right, right, somebody who yeah. just died. Yeah. And then he's like talking to him. And then Stacy's already there making out with him. <laughs> and there's no explanation of like whether or not they're gonna be in any police trouble or anything like that. Like there's no Does like he have a job. The other guy isn't even there. We don't even know if like the, the other cop like survived really. Like, uh yeah, what's he gonna do for money? Like none of that, none of the circumstances really matter. And then um uh Charlotte comes in. Uh, and I, that's how it ends, I think, is like literally Marlon like oh, being she like, chases ah. him out. she chases him out. Well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, it, I feel like a broken record because it's like the only thing I would say to Hollywood this time is the thing I've, I've said on this podcast many times. I just think like as black men, you know, like the button of this joke is the dark skinned woman coming out of the shadows and chasing Marlon out. Yes. That's the button of the, that's the, button of the whole movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to say be better. I do. But like, and in, in comedy in particular, it's still like, I want to say be better. But like, I ain't got it in me. You know, I feel like we should know by now. And it's, this is 1992. Times have changed. I'm not even gonna come at this movie like that. It's 1992. I'm gonna leave it at that. All right. All right. Cool. Well, I mean, I'm saying this movie, you know, 
is a film that, um, you know, it's sort it of is just sort of about how people, when they go through like really tough times, um, yeah. they, they go to sort of extreme measures to sort of to, to get through the situation that they're in, you know? And sometimes they might have to turn to like really dark sides in order to do that. And will they ever be able to overcome that dark side becomes the question that we, huh. you know, sort of are, are, are with, you know, when we're, when, we're, when we're seeing the movie. It's the same thing that I grappled with while, while, while watching Gemini Man, which is a, which is a film right. okay. that um, right. um, is about, you know, it's about a man who, who, has, a, who has a tortured past. And he... He's um, almost worse than the Rona. What? <laughs> <laughs> John Henry. I ain't gonna call it worse than the- I said all right. almost. I had to listen to that for 14 days straight. Oh my goodness. Right. Uh, it is time for the cause. Uh, yeah, man. We rate and review films not based on how much we like them, but whether it's or not, not they help. Man. Are you sure? <laughs> what yeah. about today? What about today? No, not today either. John, it's I feel about, like every time you no, you say that hey, you set this up, you say it's not about whether or not we liked it. Not about that. It's and about then, <laughs> whether or not they help the cause of more leading black actors in this, Hollywood. No, this and is if the it new. Only help the cause. <laughs> it's a black If it did not help the cause at all, we don't give it anything. But if it kind of helped the cause, we give it a white palm. I did that out of order this time. Now this is the new not a political podcast. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> and we're not critics. Remember that we ain't film critics. Okay. I just got a Netflix You guys ready? Uh, On the count yeah. of three, we're going to rate up our rating for the cause. Why One. you say it like that? Why you say for the cause? <laughs> why what? what else? Hey, say? why you say Two. the cause? Oh, my goodness. All right. All right. Three. Two okay. black fists and a white palm from James. Wow, James gave it the palm. All right. James, why'd you do it? James, why'd you do so it? So I gave it, I gave it a palm because um, I think it definitely does actually lead to some of our biggest black talent that we had, especially in the nineties. Um, but I think because of the sort of the negative representation that it also has, I feel like that, like while it's promoting more leading black actors, it's also promoting a negative image. And so that was why uh, I couldn't give it a full fist. All right. I gave it a I gave it a fist because even though I don't like her, Stacey Dash came from this movie. This was like the dopeness of Marlon and Damon. Like Marlon went on to do some really good stuff, man. Like I mean, Reckon for a Dream is you know a movie I've only watched once, but definitely one of the greatest performers I've seen of him, and it's so good. And again, you know, the budget was fifteen million. Ten million went to that last <laughs> sequence, but it made forty. And you know what? They were riding the high at the time. We know the way in. So I gave it a fist because it's about the cause, not about whether I liked this movie. Yes. Similarly, I do think that both of, both of them got to do a lot more movies after this. This was uh, Damon's first starring role. This was Marlon's first like really big role. Um, Stacey Dash also became even bigger after this. So I think this helped a lot of people now help me get to the next step now whether their next steps kept going you know and yes i hear what you're saying james but yeah i mean it makes sense to to two and a half black fists i think that's what beverly hills cop got to so mm-hmm. for the same reason 
Okay. Yep. Well, uh, um, and wait, I wanted to talk about this uh, yep. before before we get out. During that scene where they were, <laughs> and I don't think I realized this until now, but in that, during that scene where they were like being gay and trying to get whatever it was they were trying to get there, they kept sneezing on the guy. That the, yes. that was AIDS, right? Yes, absolutely. Oh. I, my goodness. I, <laughs> it was, they never said it. Oh, right, they never credit, said it. To their credit, they never said AIDS, but the the whole wow. scare of it was a scare of AIDS. Like the scare that like somebody who's gay would give you AIDS because they're sneezing on you. Absolutely. Was not, that was when I was wow. like, because I was on board with the characters and in lo- thinking about what you were saying, Bray, of like that they, you know, it's like it, it is. Uh, they're they're doing it in order to make the white people uncomfortable, in order to get their angle. It's not like they're saying this is how those people are. Right. But, I was, but when they started sneezing, I was just like, Nah, man. Fuck. <laughs> but I mean, I if you no think about idea. it, if you think about it from a scam point of view, that would make the person who yeah. sneezed on, even though they knew at that in '92, you knew the information. That's mm-hmm. not how you get it. That person was probably like, Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, and yep. so just wants this situation to end. And so isn't going to look for your license. Okay, you know what? You know what? Okay, I'm going to say this. Now that you brought that up, I'm giving this movie a fist because of the cause, but in my heart, I'm giving it nothing. What? Because that is trash. Because <laughs> my thing is like, I have to give it a fist because of like what it's done, but I did, bro, I did not know that. Like, I didn't even think about that. It's gross. It's gross. It's, that scene is so that. long. They sneeze so many times. Nah, man. Uh, they sneeze so many times. Uh, I want to give this movie nothing now. You can't give it. <laughs> there, the wow. person wow. was, you know what I mean? Wow. All right. Why, They're honestly, making fun of the person who believes the wrong no, exactly, thing. Uh, sincerely, 1,000%, that is what's <laughs> happened. Like, you, like they, they, they have a killer argument for that. And it just sucks that they're, they're it sucks that wow. their work outside of that will never be able to defend no, as hard as they can. Actually, I don't think their intention was that. It's just right. like they happen in this movie to have an actual defense. Yeah. Whereas other movies, it's clear that they're not. They're, that they just were doing this because they thought it was funny and not because they were thinking about the, uh. the, 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 the comedic justification of what was happening. <laughs> It's so messed up. All right. All right. So, yes, uh, you can follow us at Blackman Podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Twitter and Instagram, blackmanpodcast.com is our website where you can find a link to our merchandise. We got things like iPhone covers, we uh, phone cases and pillows, uh, stickers, shirts. Get them while they're hot. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, You know, I don't know. Corona shopping. You can't you can't shop yeah. in stores right now. So anyway, uh, what else do I gotta say? We um, uh, if you rate and review us on iTunes and give us five stars, we read your review on the air. This one comes from uh, I Dicky. Salute to three amigos negros. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I discovered. <laughs> I discovered your podcast about three years ago, right after Get Out came out. I rapidly became addicted, and your podcast became a weekly listen. Your reviews on black cinema, especially the classics like your recent take on Dead Presidents bring me so much joy. By the way, the idea for the armed truck robbery, I believe came from Jose, who worked at the post office, so he had inside information. Also, the movie was loosely based on the real life of a black 
Vietnam vet named Hayward Kirkland, who went to prison for armed robbery. Uh, do your due diligence, gents. All right. Also, I saw a picture of you guys on Twitter, and you look just like I thought you would. Uh, what does that mean? <laughs> wow. Okay. He said, Jonathan, cotton-headed and light-skinned. I think he's talking about my curls, so I'm going to let that pass. James, a ninja turtle, and Gerard, crispy. What, what, is Hold what does any of that mean? How am I a ninja turtle? <laughs> First of all, <laughs> what the hell is crispy? Did she just call me black? I don't know what the flip any of that means. Uh, I don't. Uh, anyway, yo, um, you better tweet me to. The, I might have looked you keep up. Keep up the I'm good like, work, class, and may I recommend the movie Fresh for your all's consideration? All right, Fresh is good. What does crispy mean? I never it means neat, me clean, trim, fashionable. Oh, thank you. All right. <laughs> Thank you. I, I take back all the anger. Immediately, I had immediately pleased with the comment. I thought it was like you know. I think they. Were, I thought they were like. I thought it was like a racial thing. Yeah, brother. Urban uh, Dictionary is only a click away. Shut up. <laughs> I hate you so much. Um. Uh, yeah. Hey, anyway. What right. else? Uh, we'll, uh, follow you know, us you could, uh, individually yeah. at our. <laughs> I will say, I will say, if you follow me at John Braylock on Twitter, I am tweeting a lot more. You know, uh, my Twitter account has never been as active as it ha- as it has been these last couple of weeks and months. So I'm very political on there. It's less oh, funny yeah. and more just me throwing out just real hot takes, hot takes all day. Oh Lord. Um, but uh, yeah. Anyway. All right, you guys. Yeah. Uh, next week, uh, we don't know what we're doing next week, actually, yet. So We don't know. Are we going to be here? Is the Earth going to be here next week? Hey, man, listen. We don't know. Everyone, <laughs> go on Amazon, get your food bars. We wanted yeah. to do Mulan, but I don't know yeah. if that's going to come out anymore. No, it got, it got delayed. Uh, it we're got just delayed, making so. Bezos richer. But they did. But did, but did, um, uh, that Disney uh, movie uh, was supposed to be coming out, I think, this week on early digital release. Oh, yeah. I'm about to watch Mad... Yeah, stuff on, I on. do kind of want to watch American Gangster at some point. So, well, I got three hours to kill. I don't. Yeah. Well, <laughs> excuse you, me, Jay. Yes, you do. <laughs> I don't have three hours. Do. That's too much. <laughs> Maybe you spread right. it over a week. No. Uh... All right, y'all. Yeah, man. All right, we'll see you next week. Peace. Peace. Forever. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcast.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook. Pew, pew, pew.